This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Erin Claire Jones, it is such a pleasure to have you here. I loved working with you on our human designs for me, my husband, and my two kids. And I felt like, gosh, if we could just like offer this technology to more parents, maybe they would feel more comfortable like hitting the marks when they needed to hit the marks backing away when they needed to back away you know like I think a lot of motherhood can be or parenthood can be like super intuitive and then sometimes you just need you know a piece of paper to tell you well astrologically you might consider this so can you tell us what human design is and how you how you share it with the world yes and I just and the dogs are there. Sorry, y'all. Um, You're a dog mom I think, now. I know. Whew. Um, I love that. I love that share so much. I think that it's so true. I think what human design does so beautifully is it reminds us that we're all so different from how we make decisions to how we parent to how we work to how we eat all of it. And so for those new, human design is a system based on your time, date, and place of birth that reveals your energetic blueprint on how you're wired to thrive when it comes to work, relationships, and life. And it kind of gives us each our own roadmap to like how to operate best. And I think it's such an amazing tool in parenting because you're really given tools to like know how to parent and support kids that are often designed very differently than you. That's right. You know, and who are operating very differently than you. And so my intention with sharing human design with the world is really around sharing it in the most practical and empowering and accessible way and like really giving people tools through human design that they can like use to live their best lives. Yeah. I find that most people don't want to learn human design. <laughs> you know, they're <laughs> like, just tell me how I can use it. So I think that like our goal is really just to make it a super practical and empowering tool to really work in a way that feels good to you, to parent in a way that feels good to you, to be in a relationship in a way that feels good to you, and to really just like thrive by really honoring your own uniqueness. Mm. So there are four different types of... Five. Oh! Yeah. So there are five different types of people in this world you would you would call or types of pe- types yeah okay. can you t- can you go into some of them or all of them yes yes so if you want to look up your design you can go to humandesignblueprint.com if you want to see what your type is um and there are five different types and just know that like type is just the first piece there is like so it's so important and also like there's so much underneath it that continues to distinguish us so remind me. So you're a manifesting generator. Yeah, I'm a manifesting generator. My you're a projector kid. I have a projector and a manifester kid. Yes. One each. Okay. And then my husband is a manif- is a generator. So we. What a family! You represent four of the types. I know, and and you joked in our session together that we probably our dog is probably a reflector, meaning the fifth type. So you're like. Yeah. Y- we got the whole world in our hands. Yeah, we got it. We got, we're representing everybody. Yeah. Which is amazing because I'll share about each type. And if you have any little nuggets on like whether or not you've observed them operating this way, it'd be useful to hear. Okay, so cool. let's start with you. So you're a manifesting generator. So basically what that means is that you're really meant to be a multi-passionate creator and doer. <gasps> I need to tell you, you something. S- oh, my God. Tell me. Okay. Because of that little bit of information that you shared with me you changed my life completely because oh. I I'm an actress and I'm a singer and that has always felt really good for me but this podcast yeah. was born of that understanding of myself that like mm. I'm meant to be doing a bunch of different things 
Mm. And thank you for that permission. Because I think the world will have me think like, oh, don't, you know, you don't give up or blah, blah, blah. You know, there's a lot of talk around like not being split focused, but actually my focus is meant to be split. Yeah. Thank you. And you'll likely get really bored if you're just like, I'm just doing one path. Like, so I, it's so beautiful to hear that. You know, I think so much of the gift of manifesting generators is knowing that you're not really meant to be put into a box, fit into like a linear path. Like you're meant to pursue all the things that feel exciting and obviously not all at once. Like you'll kind of get a sense for which ones deserve your energy when. But I think that it's not about like trying to just like make sense to others. It's like doing what feels right and exciting to you, even when it doesn't make sense to others. So I think a big lesson for you is embracing your multi-passionate nature, is pivoting away from things when they no longer excite you, is prioritizing your excitement and knowing the more lit up you are, the more you benefit everyone around you, including your kids for sure. It's a huge lesson. And also having strong, big huge. lesson. Like, and it's so easy to be like, these are all things I should do, but it's like, no, when you're enjoying yourself, it spills over, especially with a manifestor and projector, it will give them so much energy. And then I would also just say boundaries. Like, because you have such capacity to make things happen in your design, people might come to you wanting you to kind of do all kinds of things. But I think that really knowing that like when you're lit up, everyone benefits when you're not, no one really does. And the last piece that I would actually share, or the second to last piece about being a manifesting generator is that one of your gifts is moving very quickly and not handling every single step along the way. So it's really good to be surrounded by people that like support you in the step-by-step -step process in a way that kind of really frees you to move fast and be in your creative flow. Yeah, it's really interesting because in this creative flow, right, I have yeah. my, my um, executive producer, Laura, who's like <laughs> waving because it's true. Like when I'm held in that, you know, like container of support, I really can thrive. I can really just like bounce ideas. I can really, you know, offer my goodness. But I, I, I genuinely, I, I, I can't, I, I, I can't do the nitty gritty. I, I, I can't. I'm not, I wasn't born to, as you, as you so beautifully expressed to me. And it will also make you unavailable for all the things that excite you, mm. you know? And so it's just like when you're able to delegate and hand those things off and have the right support around you, it frees you to kind of be all the things you're meant to. And the very last piece that I would share is that as a manifesting generator, you are meant to let things come to you. You're not really designed to chase after or force anything. Like you're meant to wait for a thing to show up in your world, light you up, and then you go make that thing happen. You know, and even if I'm, I might be remembering this incorrectly, but I feel like human design came into your world because of Emily Fletcher. Yes. She mentioned it too. Is that right? Yeah. My, she's my meditation teacher and you're a good friend. She's become yeah. a, an amazing friend to me also, but she, I was originally introduced to her as my meditation teacher and um, she loved, she loved working with you. So she just, you know, yeah. sent you my way. But it's a good example of like a thing showed up in your world. You're like, oh, that feels good. I'm going to make it happen. So you're just like waiting for those things to show up and generate a response before you go after it. Got it? Yeah. There's also something in my design that you mentioned that um, also really sparked um, this creative project for me, which was you said that there's something about my design that um, I meant to just live and fuck up and succeed and fuck up and succeed and then write the memoir about it so that other people can <laughs> can yeah, do better so good. I have to write that down <laughs> oh, it's so I don't know what that was in in the chart itself but I really I really really held that close because like I'm not here to be perfect I'm just here to be like my authentic self offering my 
missteps and you know victories so that you could you so the rest of us can do better too it's so I just love it so much um I love succeed fuck up succeed fuck up write the memoir about it it's so perfect um so that comes from a piece of your design called the profile which is a deeper layer and like it's around the fact that like you're just here to experiment you're here to bump into things and make mistakes and like discover everything that doesn't work on your way to discovering what does. And like when you really embrace this messiness, like it can be pretty amazing. But if you're seeking perfection, it can be like awful. Um, and your life experience carries so much value for others. Like the mistakes you've made, the lessons you've learned, like you're really meant to like share those things through a podcast, through a book. And so like I would never underestimate the value of kind of sharing your own journey and the things you learned. Um, I'm finding that okay. to be really true. But let's go. Let's go yeah. on to the other types. Okay, Thank we'll keep you. going. Yes. So then we've got generators. So this will be your husband, right? So a lot of similarities. I mean, when you said four types, like some people group these types together, so it's not wrong. Um, there are just some distinctions. So generators are really. They also have all this kind of beautiful energy to build, create, and make things happen. And when they're lit up and excited, it gives everyone energy around them. Um, there might be a little bit less of a desire in him to kind of do all the things at once. You know, it might be a little bit more around like, I'm going to do this one thing and go really deep into it. And then I'm going to do this one thing. But I think you guys can really support each other by really helping one another prioritize your own excitement and knowing what a beautiful impact it will have on your kids. Um, and then his strategy, like yours, is to respond to things. So it can be good for him to kind of wait for things to show up and light him up before it goes. He goes after it. I forgot about um, that um, strategy piece, by the way. I'm so glad we're talking about it because I totally thought I was supposed to go and like hustle. I forgot. Thank you for thank you for that permission slip. I mean, human design for the win. And also, like, again, once you get a clear yes, then you can, like, go make that thing happen quicker than anyone else. You're just, like, waiting for your gut to be like, yes, now, this is the right thing, this is the right time, this is the right, like, expression of your energy. Um, and I would say because you and your husband are both generators and manifesting generators and are here to respond to things, it can be really nice to give each other things to respond to. And so... An example of that would be like asking one another, not like, what do you want to eat for dinner? But rather like, do you want to go out or cook at home? Do you want to eat this or this? You know, like giving each other specific yes, no questions allows you both to kind of drop into your truth so quickly. Thank you. Okay. Let's go on to your projector. She's my so daughter. Pro projector daughter. Yeah. So projectors are not here to be doers. So if you expect her to keep up and do as much and move as fast, it could be disappointing. She is like such a natural leader guide. Like she's so sensitive and attuned to other people. So wise about people like just like so sensitive to energy in general. Her energy will very naturally ebb and flow. So time alone will be so important for her. Um, I would say one of the best ways that you can support a projector is to make them feel really recognized and seen. Like she's here to be invited. So just really like recognizing what she does well, inviting in her perspective, you know, doing your best to make sure she's surrounded by people that really see her. Um, and projectors often like tend to love anything that kind of helps them better understand people and how they work. Um, but I would say don't expect her to keep up, honor her need for time alone, recognize her words of affirmation, all that stuff can be so supportive. I know that you're a projector also. And like, as we were, yeah, logging on I just kept thinking to myself I hope she feels invited in you know because I know oh, that that you're so sweet. I really I really like I try to I try to offer that to my daughter all the time because my my son who we'll, we'll get to is a, is a manifester um and I he doesn't need any invitation to be his full awesome self and etc 
but I really I, I I look at these projectors like you and like my daughter Paz and I just always try to keep in my mind like just make sure they feel invited in it's such a like such a sweet essence that that vibe man you have it she has it it's so real yeah yeah and it's just like such a good reminder for us as projectors that like we're not for everyone because no one is you know and I think it's just more around like where do I feel the most valued and seen and invited and like let me invest energy there I would also say that projector energy often works really beautiful one-on-one and so like really carving out time to kind of spend one-on-one time with your daughter can be really really useful um as a way to kind of make her feel really recognized and seen Mm, thank you then we've got manifestors this is your son yeah yeah so they're kind of these like disruptive, <laughs> innovative, just like firecrackers. Like they're kind of here to do things in their own way, on their own terms. They need freedom, autonomy, control, like later in life, really good at like getting things started, not here to kind of do all the doing themselves, but like getting things off the ground is a really beautiful use of their energy and then kind of delegating. Um, and I would say in terms of parenting a manifestor, like they're kind of here to initiate and like, you know, do things their way. So I would just give them freedom wherever you can. I think like, confining them or telling them what to do in a really rigid way can feel be challenging so it's just like maybe giving them options and allowing them to kind of lead the charge um their energy will also ebb and flow so kind of time and space alone is going to be so important for him um but i love that he is like the kind of big bold presence you're mentioning because like so many manifestors i've worked with like felt permission to be that when they were young and then they kind of talk themselves out of it and like ended up kind of people pleasing and getting smaller. And then they kind of like come back into their bigness later in life. And so it's such a gift that, you know, his design that you are supporting his design because like you're just giving him such permission to be who he is from day one. I try and like remind him. Yeah, it's not so it's actually not so easy because he is a natural yeah. born leader and five. So <laughs> so I have to really totally. I, I, I very often you know, the second he was born, like he lit up the whole room. I mean, it was like for real. Um, mm. And he does. And he does like he he does. And he is that light wherever he is. So I try to really honor that. And sometimes it's dinner time. Right. <laughs> right. So and like and. It- And I think that, like, it's, you know, it's definitely a balance. I don't know if it's always easy to, like, have a kid, you know, like, especially as a manifester when you're like, I'm the leader, you know, but I'm five. So I think that, again, it's just like wherever you can allow him to lead the charge, the better, you know, and I would just make sure that you build a really strong communication dynamic. I think where things can become challenging with a manifester is if they don't feel freedom and then they just end up, like, not communicating. And then there's just, like, so much distance created. So just keeping people in the loop, keeping each other in the loop. Um, the last type is a reflector who we think maybe is your dog. Um, this is about 1%, so very rare. These people are deeply sensitive to their physical space, and they're always kind of taking in and magnifying the energy that they're around. And so you get a really good sense of how a team is doing, a company or a community, based on how that kind of um, person is showing up. So I really encourage them to be such ruthless curators of the people and places they're spending time in and with or with and in. Um, and they're very fluid. They're going to have days where they feel like you, days where they feel like your husband, days where they feel like a projector, like your daughter, like a manifester. So like their job is not to be one thing or show up consistently, but to honor whatever feels like them that day and to know that it's all of them. And the last piece that I would share about reflectors is that they just like see and sense things that so many people miss. And so it's really helpful to kind of be in places where their perspective feels really invited in and treasured. Beautiful. I could see that for Bernardo. 
<laughs> does bark so much so I'm like oh no is he like vibing what off are, what are we doing what am I doing <laughs> wrong <laughs> and he's a dog so like sometimes I just have to not take that so personally but <laughs> um so how how do you find out what you are like I mean I think people on in general know a lot about like astrological signs and sometimes when I try to explain human design I just say it's kind of like that but that is not an astute explanation and I just would love for you to maybe help us find a way how did you find out what what type we each are and what are the you know what's what's your process like yeah I think that human design is similar to astrology but it's a different system like it pulls from astrology from the Kabbalah from the I Ching from the chakra system from quantum physics like all the kind of give us this like manual of how we operate best and so like astrologists aren't going to look at a human design chart and be like, oh, oh, I get it. Or like, I can't look at a natal chart and like understand a piece of it, you know? And so they're very, very different. I think what drew me to human design is like, and this is actually not to say this is not an astrology. I just don't know astrology in the same way, but like human design is so practical. Like it offers us all this like juicy self-knowledge, but it gives us so many tools to actually bring it into our lives. And I think that so often we don't need more information. We just like need the right information at the right time to really kind of make transformations or make changes in our life. And so in our lives. So I think that if you are looking up your human design, you'll enter in this information and then you'll kind of like, it will output this crazy looking chart. And it's kind of a map of how the energy is moving in your body. And so like I rely on the algorithm to kind of produce the chart and then I analyze the chart. So when I kind of look at that, I can start to see, okay, what is your type? What is like, how do you make decisions? Like, what are your kind of weak, challenging areas? Like, what are all your strengths? So um, once that chart is outputted, I can kind of look at all the pieces. Um, but it really is a pretty, like, it's a rabbit hole of a system. There's so, so much information in it. Right. And those those five types are just the very beginning. What are the other just the very beginning. Yeah. What are what are the other? Um, so you were saying that there were decision making uh, factors that would that. Yes. Tell us. So there, I mean, there's so many pieces. There are what we call our inner authorities, which is how you're meant to make decisions. Mm. Um, and so whether you're meant to kind of trust your gut feeling in the moment like you or whether you're meant to sleep on things or talk things out, um, which is so helpful. There is something called our definition or our process. And that will speak to like whether or not you're more independent or whether you're more collaborative, whether you kind of need freedom and moving between different spaces and people. We have a thing called our open centers. And those will speak to the areas that we're often the most sensitive to other people's energy and the most challenged by, but also the areas that we have the most to learn. Then there's a thing called our channels, which are just like our innate gifts, the things that make us us. And then the last piece that I'd share and know that this is like actually not at all everything that there is, but it's just like a good taste of the, of the juicy, the like stuff to start with is the profile, which we mentioned yours a little bit in terms of that kind of like experimentation piece and messiness. Um, and that kind of speaks to how we're designed to best manifest our purpose. And how do you feel like it, this can help parents? You know, like I know that so much of parenting, of course, is a matter of in- intuition, as I, I talked about, but like attunement attunement feeling seen is so important for a child and their development and it also makes it sort of juicy and fun for a, a, a parent to feel attuned to their child and I'm wondering how we can use human design as a piece of that process yeah I mean I think that like there's so many applications of human design but I think probably the most powerful one is parenting only because like I think like you said with your son it's like 
I just think we're giving them permission to be who they are from day one, you know? And so I think how you can use it in parenting is to learn how to best support your kid. And like, honestly, what you'll likely learn is that they operate really differently than you. Like one small example is I had a manifesting generator client like you, who's my, or sorry, I had a generator client, like, and not like you, like your husband. And he like, was like very much like, I'm choosing one thing. I'm going deep into it. Like he was so into mastery. And he had a daughter who was a manifesting generator and she was like trying everything. She was trying this sport, this art class, like, and he was so frustrated with her because he was like, why is she not choosing one hobby and sticking with it? And I was like, she's meant to try it all. And she's meant to let go of it all. Like, it's just a part of her process. And so I think that's like one small example of just like supporting your kids and being exactly who they are and like not resisting it. And there's so many layers of like, how do they best eat food? Like how to best offer them, like how to communicate with them, rest, bedtime, like literally how do they best learn? Like, I just think it gives you a roadmap to knowing how best to support your kid. As an example, my, so my daughter Paz, the way she's supposed to eat according to her design is just like she sort of like has little meals every so often and it's so true that that's how she eats Mm. and if you ask any like you know child you know like a pediatric dietitian they'll tell you no they have to sit down and they it's three three meals and one snack or whatever it's so rigid and it's just like not the way her appetite works and so, like, I I do vacillate between this experience where I'm like, I want to be the I want to be the, the the good mom, the quote unquote good mom, meaning like I want to look good to other people or yeah. like something or to the books. But the good mom really just like notices like she's growing, she's eating a varied amount of foods, and she likes to pick smaller portions slash Erin Claire Jones told me that's her design so like I can let her be <laughs> yeah. you know like well I, it makes it much yeah. more pleasurable for me to just let her be who she is actually than fight her and I think that that's exactly it like you're just giving and whether it's like us doing it with ourselves or our teams or our romantic partners or with our kids like you're just like give people permission to like be who they are and know that like everything that's right for them comes when they're coming like when they're showing up from that place. Um, and I think my experience of human design is that when I share human design with people, I'm rarely telling them anything new. I'm just like giving them a language for things they've always felt. And they're like, oh yeah, that's why, that's why she's operating this way. That's why this hasn't worked for me. And so I think it's so validating giving us a real language to be like, oh, this is like why I, this has worked and this hasn't. And this is a way that I can use to just find more flow in my life. You once mentioned like their sleeping habits that are particular to each um, design or or just sleep in different rooms. Can you speak on that? <laughs> Not so, to complicate anything for, for the oh parents God, out no, there. I know. I love bringing this up, mostly just to destigmatize it. I think that there's a recommendation for certain types, but it's kind of for everybody. So the types that it's like really, really definitely for are like the projectors manifestors and reflectors but like when I look at your design like you're a hyper empath so like time alone is going to be really important for you too you know and so the idea is hyper empath man hyper what an amazing gift also can be overwhelming without sufficient space for yourself so 
What I would say is that the recommendation is to actually sleep in your own energy and sleep in your own space. And that could look like a separate bedroom that's yours. That could look like going to bed earlier, waking up later. That could be looking, look like, like, um, sleeping on a couch one night. Um, and I know it's not always financially feasible or desirable to do that, but the idea is that when we are able to kind of recharge in our own space, it's so much easier to kind of wake up as ourselves because we impact each other when we sleep, you know, with our energy. And so Honestly, when I share it with people, there's often a look of like longing in their eyes where they're like, is that allowed? You know? And so I just think it's an amazing thing. And I just like my recommendation, if it's feasible and desirable, is like, I find it's really nice to have your own bedroom as like your default. And then like when you want to sleep together, choose to sleep together. But it's not the default, you know? And I think that there's like something so valuable for each of us and kind of recharging in our own, en- in our own energy. Well, recently Dan started snoring and um, he's like, we have like an extra bedroom where he can like, where I can just sort of like knock him into. And I have to tell you, we've been sleeping so well. And I've been giving myself permission to like sleep in in the morning. And it's so true that I wake up so much more myself just it, it just just so much more myself having had that space especially because you're right I am a hyper empath I I miss that on my chart actually there's so much more to learn and I'm like is it something that you can these charts you can get them online right you can go and, and enter your information and get them online but really it does require someone to translate it for you is that right Yeah, I mean, you can look up the chart for free, 100%, but it's not an intuitive looking chart. You're not going to look at it and be like, oh, like, I get it. You know, it's just like, what are all those numbers and colors and all those weird shapes? Um, And so it's really nice to have somebody share it. And also Google is like a weird thing. Like you can go Google the different pieces, but like, there's just some like weird information out there about human design and also weird information about like everything, you know? Yeah, and don't so like, Google that much, guys. Just, it's, I think that like, I mean, I can't tell you how many sessions I've had where somebody's like, I read that, like, I can't do this. And I was like, what? And so like, I think that I would really like, if you feel inspired, I would find somebody that you really resonate with, you know, and, um, and learn from them. And I think it's like human design is very much meant to be an empowering system and not a limiting one. And so also somebody that speaks about human design in a way that feels really empowering and expansive. Yeah, I found that like, you know, reading our charts with you, you had the ability to sort of say, you have this, you know, open system that correlates to their open system. So I just want to give you a heads up about that. Um, Yeah. I wish I had my charts so that I can like be more specific about that. But um, maybe you can maybe you can give me an example like how do you when you read these charts how do you start to weave the stories together as the practitioner you know i think at this point i've just been doing it for like i i don't know this is like my eighth year i believe maybe my seventh year but i think that like it's like it's so part of me now that like no session is the same you know i think that it's so inspired by like what they're going through and then i kind of can look at all the charts and like pick out the pieces that are most supportive to that. Um, But yeah, I think that there's like a much more holistic view. I think that like, for example, in terms of what you're referencing is that like, you can look at how you're impacting one another with your energy. So you're somebody who's very empathic, very sensitive to other people's feelings, which means that you can kind of take it and amplify the feelings of the people around you. And you might have a husband or a son or a daughter that like, 
projects their feelings out into the world and like sets the emotional temperature of the space. Is that the one you're so thinking of? So both my my husband and my son project their feelings out into the world, and both yes. my myself and my daughter are like amplify yeah amplify which like it sounds like it's nice to be empathetic but like actually if you're not if I'm not um creating boundaries around my empathy it, it, it just turns into overwhelm and you know yuckiness for everyone involved totally yeah yeah and you just like mirror back where they are and then you might kind of amplify it and then they amplify it back to you and then it just becomes this like really emotionally intense thing <laughs> and so like i would say in a moment like that it's so good for you to physically take space mm. i'd be like wow i feel like a little bit overwhelmed like i'm gonna just like go to the bathroom or go for a walk and like kind of recharge and reset you know and so it's really good to kind of be aware of how you're being impacted so you're not getting lost in things that are not your own i think it's a, that's like a in general a fantastic bit of information or advice for mothers but I, I, I keep going back to this, this, um, this chart and this way of working really does offer like a permission slip to just do the right totally. thing. Meaning like for if you, you for you, if you want to sleep by yourself, you can like fuck society. Like you don't have to sleep in the same bed if you want to, you can, it, but if it's not making you a better person, like, please, you know, I, I just mentioned that Dan and Ness both, um, Project out their emotions. Project out their emotions. They're not projectors, but they project out their emotions. And both Paz and myself sort of, you know, uh, amplify. amplify. Meaning, like, we, we take it in and then we, like, make it bigger. Um, it, it does feel like boys versus girls in a way in that scenario. Is that just us or is that a, is that a thing? That's just Oh, you. okay. Cool. Um, I think that like, you know, I mean, I, I'm not looking at like a study of all society, but like in our dynamic, we're the opposite, you know, like I project out my emotions, my partner amplifies. So like, I haven't seen any kind of patterns in terms of like, oh, like more women have this emotional sensitivity or more men have this. Like, I think that we all experience it really differently. Like some of us might be more open to it than others, but, um, but it is not, yeah, it's, it's really, it's, it's less focused on gender. Um, but again, the way we can express it can be so different. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me more about these open or closed centers? Are the, is it the chakras? Um, similar to, you know, so there are nine different energy centers and they will either be white and open in our design or colored in and defined. And the areas that are white and open are the areas where we are the most sensitive to other people's energy. And the areas that are closed and defined are the areas that we project out our energy and impact others with it. And so it can be so useful to know that within our own design in terms of relationships. But also, I think just, you know, in our own journey, it's so useful to know where we're sensitive to other people. So like, for example, some things that you could be taking in from others, emotions like we've talked about, if you have an open emotional center, you could be particularly, particularly sensitive to other people's stress which could lead to like you being in a hurry for anything and everything. And so a big lesson for these people is that not everything is worth hurrying for. Not everything deserves your urgency. Some people are very open to other people's fears. And so they can kind of get lost in other people's fears. You're actually one of those people. Um, and it's really good for you to know that like not every fear is you feel is your own. Oh my God, so just Aaron, like really having that. Not yeah. every fear I fear is my own at all. Like I. Exactly. It's so intense how many times I have to be like wait a second that's not mine like I, I'm not in war-torn Ukraine I'm here in you know New York City Whew. and it's just useful to know what those things are because it brings so much more awareness of like wow I'm getting lost in all the stuff this is that is a mine 
you know some people can be really sensitive to like this is also yours like other people's opinions yeah i'm just actually doing yours just for to give context like the opinions is that like you're somebody who's meant to be really open-minded like really here to see things from many different angles but like the shadow for you is like i've got to have an opinion i've got to be certain like i've got to back it up and the gift for you is like i can see all the perspectives you know and so and then also like the last piece that i would share is an example of an open area is that you're really open to other people's inspiration and excitement and so you might find sometimes when you're talking to somebody about an idea that's exciting to them you might be like yes i want to do it like i'll do it with you and then you might walk away and you're like i don't want to do that thing but their excitement was incredibly infectious you know and so it's just like really useful to know what energy we're taking in so we don't make decisions off of it and we don't get lost in energy that's not our own you know so I just find that really having a language and a framework to understand those areas that we are the most sensitive is so, so useful in helping us kind of like find our way into the wisdom of these areas and not kind of get lost in the shadowy expressions. I love it so much. Well, I just wanted to like touch on the fact that like because children are growing at such a rapid pace, of course I could see the second my son was born, whoa, this is like a bit, this is an energy like, and I could see with my daughter, like, wow, I feel so drawn in. And mm. it's so true. Like, this manifesting, ma- this manifester that I have, this son that I have, is so, you know, focused and driven and full and a leader. And my daughter, from the second she was born, really invited me in. And then I invited her in. And she's peaceful and she's sweet and she's soft and I mean she's also like sassy when she needs to be but they change you know it's not a matter of energy also people get dinged up every now and then by a pandemic and by whatever else and I wonder do people touch base with you often when it comes to this you know reading the family's charts and hey I feel like he's fallen off and he's He's really taking other people's if opinions or, or whatever else. Yeah. Yeah. I think that people express their design differently as they grow, you know? And I think that like human design is amazing and that it gives us this framework of how we operate best. But like, I love talking to people continually because like different things will come up because they're in a different place and different things are happening. And I just find that we can like never hear this information too many times. You know, like I just feel like it's like, oh, yes, like I forgot about this. Like there's just so much kind of juicy stuff. And depending on where you are, different pieces will will resonate. And so I think it's an amazing thing to keep coming back to. Like I never recommend like exploring human design just once. Like it's a thing to kind of keep returning to. So it really kind of builds an awareness within yourself of how somebody operates and how you operate. You know who's the same for the past 15 years is my husband. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, my notes. My husband, who's a generator. Like he really doing the same thing. Yeah, he's he's yeah. been a lawyer this entire time. He's gotten better and better and better. He's focused. You it's know, amazing. he's focused. Like, I I see that. I can see in my kids obviously because they're growing. That oh, I, I need to like touch base on this, and I I'm also their steward. You know, I'm I'm totally. in charge of helping them feel totally seen and accepted. So. I think touching base all the time, but with my husband, I feel like as a generator, he is such a generator. He is such a doer. Mm. That part of that part of the the generator where you say like they go to sleep happy after a good long day's work. Yeah. Oh my and god, using up, using up his energy is so true. Mm. I had to actually 
really like wrap my arms around that idea because I would always be like fun and blah 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 you know like let's go on a vacation and like he likes vacations you're like okay but like he actually feels totally in love with his work he loves he he really genuinely loves you know working and and being of service in this in this very particular way and I had to really accept that that's not any fault of his actually that is his his design yeah 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 and again again it's like we just stop making people wrong for being who they are and we just like give them permission to be different than us and so it's like such an amazing tool for individual alignment but maybe even a more powerful one for just relationships whether it's with your kid or partner or team especially because it starts with your own acceptance of yourself i think Totally. Like, I'm not going to go around, like, ordering other people's blueprints. I guess I could, but I have to first get in touch with who I am. Yeah. And if I accept me, it's a lot easier to accept the people around me. If I know yeah, me, it's totally. a lot easier to accept myself, so. Totally, totally. And just know that everyone will do things differently. Where can we find you and learn more about you and human design? So you can find me on Instagram at Erin Claire Jones and Human Design Blueprint. And um, if you'd like to get started, a beautiful way is the blueprint, which is has evolved since you got yours. But it's now like a 55 plus page written guide to your unique design that really explores all the most essential pieces in the most kind of like practical, empowering way. It's like this is your operating manual. It's meant to be a like book all about you that you keep returning to. Mm. I'm happy to offer a discount code for your community if you I like. I love that so like much. That? Yeah. Is there, do you want to do mom curious? Is there? Yeah, maybe that would be great. Yeah. Mom curious. That would be the code. Hey. And then I also offer sessions, not a ton of them, but that's on air. Sorry, the blueprints on human design blueprint.com. And if you'd like to book a session or a workshop, that's on AaronClaireJones.com, And we can always use it to dig into individually, a partnership or your family. Yeah, which is what I did. And I found, especially in, during the pandemic, I found that getting the blueprint I think it was March 2020 and then oh my god yeah I think about um, six months later we we really worked it worked sat through together. it yeah and sat down and I, f- I found that was really anchoring and um yeah it was helpful it was really helpful for me to hear oh yeah that is the way these kids are oh that is the way my yeah. husband is oh that is the way I am <gasps> oh totally and that's totally cool you know yes yeah Yes. Um, yes. I'm probably going to book another session. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, because I think, um, you know, like, they're they're different, I'm different, and I, I have new ears for this work. So thank you for coming on and for, mm. you know, for writing these, these, these manuals on each of us. You know, my parents would always say, like, yeah. there was no book on parenting. And, like, of course, there was, like, you know, libraries full of parenting books. But really everyone's so different as you said and and every parent is so different so the more we can like concretize what those differences are yeah the more we can accept them and love them and work with them and and i'm i i really i have a feeling like it's a big it's a big feeling but if we can like offer our families that type of love and acceptance and that can reverberate out we really have a shot you know totally agree yeah so thank you it's like the best place for to start yes thank you so much for having me it was such a pleasure to connect with you yeah